You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, December 30th. Yeah, so uh, the league actually did that for some, for the assistant, some of the assistant coaches that had potential opportunity to become head coaches. Uh, I thought they did a nice job of that this offseason, getting them together with the owners. And so to me, that was the difference um, in more of a casual setting as opposed to I got to hire this guy right now, get to know him. I appreciate I appreciated that. I thought that was a, a good thing for, for Eric. I know what he can do. I mean, I've said it a hundred times. I haven't changed my opinion on that. So I, I hope he gets an opportunity. Rather not have it at Denver, but I, I hope he gets an opportunity. <laughs> With another NFL regular season nearly in the books, head coaching jobs will become available across the league. And as per usual, Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy is expected to be in the conversation once again. So far, we've seen three head coaches fired this season. Panthers coach Matt Rule, Colts coach Frank Reich, and now Broncos first-year head coach Nathaniel Hackett. As Andy Reid mentioned, we'd probably prefer Eric Bieniemy's first head coaching gig not to come with the Denver Broncos, but there is always a chance. Bieniemy has interviewed with Denver before, but we'll just have to wait and see as the coaching carousel starts spinning. The Chiefs are relatively healthy ahead of this week's game, with only a few players popping up on the injury report, but they have been all listed as full participants. The Broncos, on the other hand, have a lengthy injury report this week, with 16 different players receiving injury designations. Though veterans Latavius Murray and Kareem Jackson got the rest day, both Broncos starting wide receivers Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton logged limited practice sessions this week. Rookie tight end Greg Dolchich is dealing with a hamstring injury that could keep him out this week, and Broncos pass rusher Randy Gregory missed practice with a knee injury. Gregory started the week looking at a suspension after a post-game scuffle with the Rams last week. The NFL reversed course on the suspension, though, electing to fine Gregory instead. So he is eligible to play this week if he's healthy enough to take the field. We'll have the full injury report later today with final designations at arrowheadpride.com. Yeah, so um, as the week went on, he got you know, he got a bit tired and sore and uh, I think he, he that was good he worked his way through what he needed to get through and and uh, now it's a matter of getting him in a game and so I, I presume unless there's a setback I presume he'll he'll be there but you know, that's where we're at right now it seemed like the Chiefs could activate wide receiver McCole Hardman ahead of last week's game against the Seattle Seahawks but Andy Reid said Hardman wasn't quite ready and now appears he has a much better chance of being ready this week against the Broncos Hardman has not played since week nine against the Titans, and we saw last week with Kadarius Toney how the Chiefs' speed comes into play in the red zone. Prior to his injury, Hardman had managed six total touchdowns on the year, the most since his rookie season. Hardman has been a big part of the Chiefs' red zone packages this season, 
And if he's healthy enough, he'll now go along with Tony, and the Chiefs could be very dangerous inside the 20. Andy Reid did add that running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not ready to be activated off IR, but he is working his way back from a high ankle sprain. He believes there's a chance he and maybe even Jody Fortson could be available this postseason. Yeah, he kind of did this same thing last year. He's a seasoned veteran. He, he knows and he's had good people that could get in and play and spot him and so on. But I, I, I would tell you this, from a professional standpoint, he's phenomenal. His study habits and then, for your question, taking care of his body. He, he is meticulous about how he goes about that. And it's a great example to these young guys. The biggest weapon for the Chiefs over the last month has without a doubt been veteran running back Jarek McKinnon. Jet McKinnon has made plays in the air and on the ground, amounting to six total touchdowns in his last four games. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes both went out of their way this week to praise the work ethic of McKinnon, as well as his mentality and making sure he's helping rookie running back Isaiah Pacheco. The Chiefs found something last year in the playoffs in McKinnon, it's carried over to this late-season surge in 2022. With Kansas City set to get a healthy Hardman back and Tony in the mix involved with the explosive plays of McKinnon, this Chiefs offense could be hitting its stride at the perfect time. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job of following my eyes, uh, making some good plays on some balls that I was trying to throw in some tight windows. Um, and so I've had to make sure to just take what's there and not try to force it. Um, they got great players. Like I said, they got great players that make a lot of great plays. And so uh, for, for me and for this team, we got to go out there and play our best ball. And we know we have to play our best ball if we want to win. Remember two weeks ago, the Chiefs got out to that 27 to nothing lead against the Broncos and what looked like it could be a decimation in Denver. Well, that obviously fell apart once the Chiefs started to turn the football over in large part due to Patrick Mahomes' three interceptions. That's his only three-interception game of this season and only his second multiple-interception game on the year. Both head coach Andy Reid and Mahomes admitted this week that the Broncos caught them sleeping a bit the last time, and this time they'll be ready for four full quarters. The Broncos got absolutely dismantled on Christmas Day, losing 51-14 to to the LA Rams. The final of that game could have been similar to the Chiefs' 27-0 early lead if they hadn't taken their foot off the gas. This Denver team is reeling after firing their head coach, and the Chiefs had a lot to play for this week. We'd expect a big performance from them in Week 17. Yeah, uh, just consistency. You know what I mean? A lot of times in this game, you know, plays come in bunches, um, and a lot of players in that secondary are really getting hot at the right time. You know, it's great to have um, a hot season all year long, make plays along the way, but you really want to start catching fire at this time of year. Um, Juan's doing a great job playing well. He's making plays on the ball. Really should have had two interceptions last week. You know, you only got one on the board, but um, we know that that was two. Uh, and, you know, I'm excited to see him keep growing and keep, you know, putting his stamp on this franchise in the NFL. The Chiefs defense has been up and down all season, but they put together one of their strongest performances of the year against the Seahawks. The 10 points allowed to the Seahawks was the lowest total of the year for Kansas City's defense. They finally had a positive turnover margin, and they were able to put pressure on Geno Smith with their front throughout the contest. Uh, another added wrinkle we saw against the Seahawks was Spags electing to shadow wide receiver DK Metcalf with Legereus Sneed. Spags has never really been all that interested in shadowing opposing players, but Sneed is playing at an extremely high level, so we could see more of that moving forward. We hope Justin Reed is right, and this Chiefs defense is, in fact, getting hot just ahead of the postseason 
along with the offense looking as healthy as it has all year. I don't know if I have an answer or secret to that, except that I know that throughout the beginning when we didn't feel like he had, I mean, everybody's, the stat, everybody looks at a sacks, right? And, and when it wasn't happening, I, Joe and I both felt that there were a number of times when he was almost right there, or he missed one because maybe he didn't sink his hips. Like I, I think there's a few in there that he missed that he could have had. And now I think he's learning that, and maybe the speed of the game, he's getting used to it, and, he get, and he's getting confident. So I hope that continues. That helps us. Another wrinkle in this Chiefs defense could be the continued progress of rookie Furious George Karloftis, who's managed four sacks in the last five games. If George can continue to come on for the Chiefs before their playoff run, this defensive line could be a problem, especially with the continued play of the monster in the middle superstar, Chris Jones. That's it for the Arrowhead Drive for Red Friday, December 30th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. We are over 1,000 before the new year, so if you listen to the editor's show, you know what that means. But coming up later today, it's Show and BK with our full preview on Sunday's contest. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.